This hey. is Torchlit Tavern. Welcome back. This is our episode 16. We are a real play 5th edition Mahjong playing podcast. We focus on narrative driven storytelling and character growth and cooperative storytelling and all that shit. We love that shit about D&D. Uh, and tiles. Good, good role playing game. And so tiles. tiles. Yeah, anytime you, you can get my tiles, special Mahjong tiles cooperatively. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, sort of way cooler and way more culturally de- deep uh, dominoes. So we're a big fan here. Um, my name is Jameson Oxford. Yeah. I will be the one dealing out the Mahjong tiles today. Uh, He's the dealer. Yeah, I am got a dealer. Got that new garlic I, buttery got crust on their tiles. Wild. Uh, dominoes. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> no, but this is Mahjong. We played dominoes, I think, last time or the time before. So now more more tile-based content. Anyway, my name's Jameson Oxford. I'll yeah, be your dungeon tile-based master content. Today. Uh, playing with me today kind of is... Uh, I'm just gonna throw a little grenade out there and say, playing with me today is the first one to jump on this. It's Ryan! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh shit, they jumped hey. on it together. Hello. No, I did it first. Hi, sure. it's me. It's Ryan. I play the Warforged Artificer number nine. And I'm just happy to be here with my friends doing this thing. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Joining him is, of course, Jeff playing the Crestkin homebrew race. Uh, Rogue, sneaky boy, sneaky McSneakyerson, and you know I'm just you're, I'm just you're, happy you're, that you're, you're officially here a rogue me. monk now, right? Like, well, aren't you? Yeah, I've got one level. No, one level. Okay, one level. <gasps> on the DL. On the, on the DL, bitch. And who's next? Hi, everybody. I'm Jamieson. Not wait. No, how dare you? That's my identity. <laughs> there can only be one. Yes, for the good uh, of the Jay, world. You're gonna have to leave. We voted. Uh, I am Mitch. I play. Aderu, who plays Halor, who is a barbarian playing a druid. You're not playing Halor anymore, though, right? Well, I guess amongst the soldiers you are. I'm playing Aderu, playing Halor, who is a barbarian playing a druid. Well, that all checks out. Let's get going. Sure. Uh, Let me stretch for this. All right. Just a reminder to everybody before we uh, kick it to Jeff to do his patented. I'm sure it's patented. This isn't something that other shows have ever done in the past. Absolutely. Uh, I patented it last week. Yeah. So, uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon. We have, we don't, we don't sell ourselves as much as we used to, but, uh, we do have a Patreon. You should go check it out. If you like what we're doing, please support us. Uh, we're not famous. Nobody knows who we are. So anytime you like, subscribe, chat with us online, you help us grow, uh, and tell friends and shit. Like, uh, we really appreciate that and we need it if our show's gonna keep going forever. You know, I, uh, fully intend to finish this campaign, but like, give us a reason. Help us feel good about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Last time. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black powder. Black powder. Yeah, anyway. Oh, uh, say he's off the podcast. Wow. And if none of you have my journal, then maybe it was Robert. But we've been having problems since before he got here. And I have my suspicions. Nine. Let me have one of the men go through your belongings. I mean, I you didn't tell me to pour out my bag of ball bearings. I'm not pouring that shit out. Pour it the look, fuck out. Look, Aderu. <laughs> hey, guys, I feel like you don't respect my villain. And I just want you to, I, I just want everyone to know that I'm feeling... I'm feeling a little person. You guys don't respect this villain at all. He does stop you from laying the cover down, and he points at the jagged crystal. What is that? A crystal I found. It may not have any value. It is intriguing. You should have shown me this. You already personally looked through my things. May I put them away, sir? I feel like this platoon has lost track of how things work. Everybody needs to roll initiative as you watch the the little bead of energy of Vivaldi's finger flare. Listen. My name is Robert. I know your name, and, Robert. Yes, but you are okay. Listen. I could kill you now, that's how weak you are, but... I would like to see you try! Can you drive a wagon? Can I? Wall of anthills explodes, and coming barreling down on the whole fight is a couple of horses with Robert going, Robert! And he's gonna... That's actually the end of his movement, Uh, but it looks like he has set it with a collision course with the whole group. You will die! I will stop you! This is the only beginning you will have to fight me again! I will not give up! With dread, you all see a red light shine through his gaping teeth. And after an initial burst of crimson light, you all see a sickly, emerald, jagged face looking back from within his mouth. 
almost as if within Vivaldi a portal is cracking open, and something dark has but one veil left to tear open to gain its freedom. And uh, Foe stands over the top of the whole thing and continues to spell. You watch a sigil. What was that? I told you he's more than he seems. Yeah, they were decapitates him. Good move. We ain't, we ain't waiting for round three. Yes, I like that. Good, we're good idea. We're just not fucking with that. You know, good that's idea. fair. Every Inquisitor is possessed by a devil. Alright, so last time, you guys swept the fucking slate clean of my bad guys on the board. That you guys just sort of decided you didn't like them and that you didn't want to move on to Santitas without removing them from the game. Kudos to you. Uh, and in my heat, I decided that we're just going to go straight to Santitas. But Dungeon Master has to admit there's a couple things to wrap up. So this episode's going to be a bit of an interlude. We're going to come back. We're going to seal a couple of things that need to be resolved before we push forward. There is a nine-day span of time. We can do a little downtime activity. So this episode is going to be important, but not plot-pushing as we go forward. Uh, Here's a great a way to tell the audience to skip this one. You can. It, I, no, I mean, as a guy who never skips anything when he's listening to the audio, if you are somebody who wants the Cliff's Notes, we're going to resolve some stuff before we move forward. We're going to, you know, talk to the uh, the Magic Reindeer, as Mitch likes to call it. We're going to discuss Jeff's... Reindeer. We're going to discuss Jeff's character's addictions. And Nine is going to be Nine. We're, we're going we're gonna to do some stuff for nine days. Is Asshole the Magic Reindeer nine. your version of Puff the Magic Dragon? Wait, no, yeah. No, she has been nine. She's not malignant. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, uh, that's that's what's happening. If 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 you don't find some of this to be particularly interesting, if you feel that you, you don't want to be here, I'm not going to hold you here. Just like and subscribe and come back to us on episode 17, where we will be kicking it back off with a new location. Wow. Well, being honest, I want them to listen, and I think they'll listen. I think that this is going to be fun, but, you know, I think it's going to be great. Jeff is Jeff muted. muted. <laughs> I think this is going to be a crucial episode, and you shouldn't tell people to skip it. I think every episode is perfect, and you should listen to all of them ten times. I think Ryan's overselling it a little bit, but you should listen to all of them ten times. A day. So, I will let you guys pick the number of days that you think some of these things are happening, but I think immediately, I'm gonna go with Aderu. Aderu, within a few hours of the fight, you do notice that the Sylvan Sword that you carry at your hip now, or across your back, I don't know how you choose to hold it, it's starting to glow... It do, it's doing that thing it's been doing to get your attention. Did you give me a fucking Yoon phone? Is it, eh? gonna, is it gonna float out of the sheath and hover around my head, vibrating loudly until I answer it? Uh, no. Hi, welcome to Asshole Reindeer. Yes, it is a one-way Yoon phone. It only talks to the phone. God, that's gross. Well, I mean, that's how uh, most people uh, use their phones nowadays, so it's fun. Uh, you know, uh... Mm -hmm, yeah. More of a walkie-talkie, really. So Adairu is, uh going to fuck off into the woods uh and, and if anybody questions it he'll make up a reason but he's banking on everyone being busy tired and half dead he's just he's just gonna he's just gonna step out and, and take this call from asshole reindeer hello where are you going i have to actually no it's nine this sword is doing things it talks at me i want to see what it needs hey that's weirder than usual so i'm gonna let you go ahead and handle that I, it's a new thing. I don't I don't know what it does yet. Maybe I can take a look at it later if you want. Maybe. We'll see what sword does. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Finger guides and Halor just backs away awkwardly. So. Yeah, no, I gotta take a leak. I'll be back in five minutes to one of the other guys. <laughs> so in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, there's a pretty simple and common uh, way of attuning to weapons. It's common knowledge about attuning to these artifacts and magic items within the world. Even a farmer knows stories that you that, that meditation for an hour can attune to these things. And that's what you're going to go do. I'm going to describe... say that it's possible I'm dumber than a farmer in this respect. No, no, no. This is one of the, magic is one of those universals within. Yeah, I just want to be clear though. Like, it, it's terms of no knowledge. It's very possible no, no, no. that Alora is dumber than a farmer. No, no, no. I, I, I want to say that the concept of magic items in a magic world like D and D needs to be fairly un, like understood. And the scimitar of the Silverian Circle is a bit of a misnomer and a disrespectful one. 
The blade itself is made from the last remaining piece of an antler hewn from the Silverian Circle's ancient guardian spirit, killed by blood grip for sport years ago. The magic of the ancient guardian stag spirit pervades the sword, however, allowing a nature caster attuned to it the following benefits. It is a plus one magical longsword with the finesse property. However, we're working around the concept that you are proficient in scimitars. It is a scimitar. The DM is saying it is what it is. Don't worry about that. You can use it. it you are proficient in this weapon. And you find yourself a quiet place and begin the meditation required to attune to the weapon finally. Yes, I do. Okay. Is there... Sorry, uh, what, I, I, what do you want from me? No, no, no. I, I, I need to do a setup. I never described the weapon. And I wanted to get that out of the way. Okay. I wanted to give a little bit of... This is going to be around... Maybe. Maybe you're just going to throw it... You're going to have a conversation and throw it in a ditch in a second. I don't know. I, I, I'm I curious if there's a way that Adair would go about his meditation or attuning to the weapon. So my question is, is Halor allowed to have magic items? Uh, def, what, what's, what do you Sorry, mean? Sorry. Is Adairu allowed to have magic items? Like from the circle's perspective? Yeah, from his, you know, local social structure. Is that allowed? Uh, no, there's no taboo against magic in general. If something was too powerful that you guys ran across, maybe, you would see a druid taking it from someone. You know this item. A druid already tried to take it from you. So, yeah. the short answer, not magic items in general, but yeah, druids take them from the shifters all the time if they're something they feel that the shifter doesn't need or that the druid needs more. Yeah, so Aderu, being well-trained in the art of being a druid, walks out into a few paces out into the woods... Uh, draws the sword, looks at it, and goes, What? You be needing something? It takes a second, uh, but you end up, as you focus your, your mind on this weapon, and you try to talk to it, you start the attunement process, and you, your, your mind goes into that strange, hazy glade that you were first sucked into while battling the other shifter a few days ago. And you are alone in an empty copse of like, it's not that there's trees, it's like there's the the form of trees in this foggy place, right? Oh, I saw this recently. It was a picture of Skyrim with no textures. Yeah, something like, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, it's weird, check it out. And the spirit itself is in the form of a large stag, is also, like, there's no form, there's no detail to them. They're just sort of there. And you just hear, we need to we speak need to speak. It's time. It's time. Then speak. You are a member are of the Silverian Circle, correct? Correct. Nay. I sense otherwise. Otherwise. Well, then you'd be sensing wrong. Is it the Is name? It the name. We cannot be having a circle these days. Circle been broken years since before I born. Explain. Explain. You, sorry. You immediately get the sense that this spirit has been disconnected. From the world. It seems that he doesn't know what's been going on. You be knowing you're dead, yes? I, I, yes, I know yes, I am dead. I know I am dead. Well, when you've been killed, the circle been broken. The druids, they've been captured, they've been tortured, they've been put in a right bad way. And now we're all just being left, trying to drive back to this disgusting wretch of villainous civilization, trying to push it back, be taken the woods. The town near where we've been coming from, push farther, farther in. Be felling trees, be burning fields, be doing all kinds of manner, tearing things apart. The cancer be growing, and we be trying to fix. Fix? Fix? Cut the cancer from the flesh and let the beast of nature heal. And this is what this is what the circle, the believes, circle now? believes now? Well, I can't be saying what your circle be believing. Your circle be dead. We're being what's left. I am dead. I the circle am is alive. Circle you, alive. you exist. Exist. I am not I a Silverian circle. circle. If you can't be knowing what I'm doing, then I'd be thinking I'm not your circle. And I'm thinking maybe the sword being not so special after all. Maybe saying you're here. Maybe saying you're doing us doing us well with the good work to help us drive back what we've been fighting for. Set things right, return to nature in its way. But here you are, prancing around all fancy-like. Not doing no good for nobody. You think that because you are a bunch of yapping dogs attacking the things that attack you, that nature will go back to the way that it... That it should be, should be according, according to you. You. We be knowing that bodies make good fertilizer, and we be hoping that we be growing the fields back. Ah, blood wet the soil, and bone burnt to meal. Revitalize nature and take back what's been carved from it. What has been taken, has been from, taken nature? from nature? 
these other creatures, these other civilizations, as they call, they carve the flesh of nature and cast it aside and burn it and waste it, just to suit their illogical growth, growth, irreverent desires. You paint a grim, paint picture. A grim picture. I paint a picture of the world, my ethereal friend. And why do you fight your own? Fight your own. I do not. But you did. But you did. We simply be having disagreement. You struck down, you struck down a druid, a druid of the circle. Of the circle was an accident. Why did you fight at all? Fight at all? It is what we be doing. I sense within I you, sense you know that any fight can lead to maiming or death. So why did you take the risk? Take the risk. Because I was not being given another option. I offered them a way to not, and they chose to do. So we did. So your desires, so desires brought you into brought conflict. You conflict. Yay. How is your desires, your desires different, different than the ones you spoke of before? before? It is a matter of methodology. Like you say, they want to be nothing more than fetid hounds napping at the heels of babes. But I be seeing us having the ability to take upon like a real predator, actually hunt the quarry, not simply bite at its limb bits as they hang over watch. So you so go you out of your, your way beyond way survival, survival, survival to hunt a specific hunt prey, prey, despite the fact despite that you do, fact not need to. do not need to. We have elevated ourselves to a higher point in the chain. This prey, this civilization. You have elevated yourselves, have you? you? An object of need. You see this fetid creature as we're speaking it, of the civilization. It rose atop, and it had no natural predator, nothing to rein in its numbers. It was destructive. It is wildly destructive. When a wolf takes a deer, it eats the flesh, it eats the heart, it eats the bits, and it leaves the body and the bones for the rest of nature. But it's not how this works. This will kill ten deer, take only the hearts and burn the rest. It breaks the chain and destroys it. There was something was being needed to thin their numbers, to keep the balance in check. You will need to show me this to prove it. it. I do have concerns. concerns. I do not believe you. I do not believe you. I find that it is very uncommon that something outside of nature is happening. happening. Nature is larger larger and more vast than than you are talking about. about. But, but... You did fight, you did a, fight devil. a devil. Says the one, he be dead. You say nature so grand and vast, but there you are. Sitting in my hand, carved into a sword. The very embodiment of what they be doing wrong. Taking something grand and good and wasting it away for naught. To spit in the very image of what it once was. I, I did, nothing. did nothing. I am of the fae. This is the last is vestige, the last of, vestige my of my life force. I exist, I exist and, and I witness. And I witness. That is all I that do. That is all I do. If you will listen, you will I, will listen guide. I will guide. But I am gone. I am gone. That's what I be saying. Of course you're gone. I be knowing that. You're saying this is nature is so big and grand and vast. And you're a part of the nature, aren't you? But there you are. Dead from just one... One man. Yes. And there are hundreds yes. more. Thousands more where that one came from. All clawing at the bits and the ankles of each other. Trying to be in his likeness. Why do you keep, Why speaking, do you keep speaking of death as if it is a loss? When a forest burns to naught, is it not lost? It is part of the ever-ever-spinning circle. circle. When a forest burns, burns, it creates the ash that feeds the next next woods. woods. But the next woods cannot be grown when the ground is paved over with rock and stone, and burnt and laid to waste with salt. Once again, once again, show me this, show me this. How? Take me there, take me there. And soon we will. We're going to the source of all of this soon. What of the devil? What of the devil? What devil? The one you killed one you just killed yesterday. Yesterday. The Inquisitor? Is that what you call them? What you call them? That's what they call themselves. I know not otherwise. That, that is the only thing the that, only I, have thing that I have seen while traveling, while with, traveling you. with you. He kept me for, he many, kept days. Me for many days. He, he is unnatural. Is unnatural. That thing is an Inquisitor, and that Inquisitor is the people that be ruling all of what I be talking about. All of it. All of it. That is what I am striking out about. The stag steps forward very close to you and puts its head close to yours and once again says quietly to you. Show me. Show me. And, and then uh, you wake I, up. There, Yeah, there just returns back to pretend like uh, he took a leak and everything's good. <laughs> yeah, an hour later you are attuned to the sword. As I told you earlier it is now that was fully a long leak plus one magical longsword uh, yeah, with the yeah. finesse property 
You know, it was. It's been a long time with no water. Took a couple stones to pass. Not good times. Don't go that way. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. One last thing that you now know you can do with this sword. Once per full moon, you can perform a ritual of planar travel that can create a tear in the world, leading to the Feywild. After one minute of concentration, you can use it to cut the air and walk into the Feywild for a full minute. Joke's on you, nah. uh <laughs> Because, per my DM, this sword attunes to a natural caster. And I'm yeah, not, I'm, bitch, not... I'm a barbarian! Yeah, no, you've also stated Got that you're a boys. druid. I know, I know, I'm just fucking with you. Sure, you don't have a plus one longsword anymore, fuck off. Yeah, you're goddamn right. The next time wait, you fight something that wait, has resistance shit, no. to magic, you can get sucked. <laughs> wait, you can no, just let's get walk sucked, this right? Back. The fuck off. Let's walk this back. Jeff, help. You neckbeard all the time, what do I do? Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing for you. <laughs> yeah, you walked yourself into this one, bro. So, Ryan, uh, let's go Hi. ahead, and I'm going to ask you a simple question, a less RP-related question. is what is to nine days of travel, what does nine do with all that downtime? What's nine up to? What's up? What's happening? Well, how's she doing? Where the party at? She keeping busy? She's kind of confused. Um, it's it's still very early. It's actually uh pretty pretty soon after I guess we have had a co- had our conversation and I I guess kind of our blowout with uh Reisk. Um, and I go over to Foe, and I say, uh, Hey, hey, Foe. Uh. Uh, yes, nine. What can I do for you? So, the plan is still, well, mostly. So we're going to Santinas, right? We're, like, there's nothing, there's nothing in the way now. No, we, we are going there. We're going to, I'm going to introduce you to a man who uh, I'm supposed to meet up with, and maybe he will help you get involved in what we've talked about. Uh, for me, that's my, my hope, anyway. So, is, is there anything you want me to do, or...? Um... What what you've always done during the match? I mean, uh, what what do you what's your what's the issue? What did you do What's with Vivaldi? Uh, well, see, Vivaldi is dead, and the maker isn't around, and as a matter of fact, hasn't really told me to do anything for a very long time now. Yes, but since Vivaldi owned me, and he is now dead, and you are now kind of the next person in command, I suppose. Ah. Um, you also are literally holding my receipt in your hand. Uh, actually, Foe gave all the paperwork back to you last time. So what Foe says is, you hand it to him. He's like, I have no need of this. And I think that maybe you should have it. I don't know what it means, but maybe you should own yourself. Huh? I, I give you Vivaldi's things, and that includes... The property that is number nine. So I should tell myself what to do? If that is the way you wish to look at it, yes. Error four, four, not that! I don't don't really know what to do. If it makes you feel any better, you are still marching with a Inquisitor platoon, and I can give you orders like anyone else until we get to Santitas. My plan is to disband most of these men, seeing as they... We'll ask too many questions, and I'd like to scatter them around. But that would make me feel until a lot we better. get there, you're just one of my soldiers. You may do as they do. Does that work? Yes. All right. Then, for now, make sure that everything is ready to go. We are about to march for a day closer to Santitas. Keep an eye out for enemies. I and we don't know if the broken circle will turn back up. Uh, Aderu has been very c- quiet lately. Um, and you know what? What I I do have something. Keep an eye on Aderu. As much as I believe we can work with him going forward, he is a wild card. And I don't know what he is going through at the moment, but it is quite possible that he could turn on us at any time. Keep an eye on Aderu. Keep him close. Okay. I could, I could try and talk to him? Yes. I could yes, try and maybe absolutely. he'll... He probably won't. doesn't like uh, me very much, but I could ask him. Maybe I could bring Reyes if he's okay. He likes talking to Reyes. Yes, I... I believe that despite everyone's differences, that the better chance for our survival in total is for us to work together. So if you can convince them to be on our side fully, rather than just out of convenience, that would be a fantastic goal for you. Do you know anything about um, where Reyes came from? Oh, um, a little. Reyes is a apotheosis program. They call them 
uh, volunteers, but he is not volunteered. He was taken in at a very young age and turned into a soldier, a spy, an assassin by the Apotheosis. Uh, they are shady. They do uh, wet work and spying. Ah, uh, he in particular, well, they kill people. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they tend to come out either very brainwashed, but it seems very much that Reisk is not one of these. I think maybe I need to talk to him about it too. Yes, absolutely. Get to know, uh, he will tell you more about the Apotheosis program than I ever could. It is secrets even among the Inquisitors. I don't know if he will. He seems not really wanting to talk about that either. He is not a talker, in general. It would be, once again, an incredible mission for you to achieve. It's a mission? Sure. Okay. He salutes you. May you, all your tasks go well. I salute back. <laughs> yeah, I salute back, and then I go run off in search of, uh... Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for Reisk. We're talking about, like, right after this blowout. This is, right? this, these conversations can day literally happen. Two, this is a day yes, after. But, I, I've established this is essentially a day after. Okay. Okay. It's better, it's better, like, I think, to I have some time. I thought established it was I right did say it was kind of, like, after the blowout, but, like, it doesn't have to be right then. I'm saying it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in and give it a day. Okay. Redcon. Cool. Uh, so I go to, uh, I look up, because I assume he's in a tree, or maybe in a bush. <laughs> I don't know. We're moving. No. Actively? Yes. We're starting to be. Yeah. Yes, that means he's pouting at the front. Okay, yeah, so I immediately Correct. look to the front of the line or the back of the line. He looks up the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rask is in the front. Uh, I will go uh, trot up towards you. Hey, Rask. Rask has his, uh, his hood up on his cloak, and you can see him reaching over and, like, fidgeting with his shoulder, with one of his shoulders. Hey, 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 Rask. You okay? Uh, I turn. Cl- I turn quickly and stare at you, wide-eyed. No, of course not. You know what we've been through. Why would I be okay? Well, we we kind of won, and Vivaldi's gone, and the Broken Circle. At least we've, we the people we fought are gone. I don't know if there's any more of them, or if they might show up again. But we seem to be okay right now. Also, is your shoulder hurt? It's irritating, itchy, painful. I don't know if it was good for no. us to drink the marmots. That <laughs> feels. You you seemed to be fine until then. You see it. You see one of the men over to the side coughs for like a full minute and hacks up a giant clot of blood. It's it's likely just because I haven't had anything to dull the pain. I can. I don't know a lot about like healing, but I could find uh, maybe something to put on it. You don't understand? No. None of you do. Well, maybe you could tell me? Tell you what? That life is pain. That existence hurts. That for as long as I can remember, I have lived in a state of searching for relief. Do you need to go pee? Because the Lord just went pee. He seemed way happier when he came back. (laughs) <laughs> when you say that <laughs> when you say that blue and black the blue black hexagonal pattern and it goes intermittent with the spiny purple triangles and he and, combo um, breaker <laughs> he just called you a lore <laughs> purple triangles it's just kind of like going back and forth and he looks like an angry dragon fruit did I say something that confused you I'm sorry I'm very confused too I don't really know. I don't really know what you're going through, but I would like to know. Of course you don't. You don't feel pain. You don't experience torture. You, you are like all of them, but worse. At least, and uh, I point off at the the masses behind us. At least they know pain. At least they know what it's like to suffer an injury. To seek healing, to to pine for relief, but you you know nothing of this. Explaining to you would be like explaining color to the blind, well, inept and pointless. I'm sure. Well, I would I would like to know. I know that 
it seems like it's going to take a long time, but we do seem to have eight days. The purple, spiny texture, like, gets more intense. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could, um, maybe just every now and then, you could maybe just tell me a little more about stuff. Maybe not a lot right now. You seem not the happiest. My brow furrows, and I, my shoulders tense. I look at you, and I go, I just, I just want to help. It won't, it won't get better over the next nine days. I just want to help. And I want to try to understand what is going on. The purple triangles, the hexagons, they start to sort of fade down. And I look at you and I say, like, I, I drop my shoulders a little and I go, I appreciate your attempts to help. It is good of you to wish to help. I am uncertain if you could understand, but I will attempt to convey it. What I have been through is a nightmare like that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. The program I was a part of, they did things to me. You're probably the person that I have talked to the most other than the maker. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't have friends, really, but I think you're the closest thing and I... I just want to know if you're okay. And if not, is there anything I can do? I look at you and yellow S-shapes softly flutter over uh, my skin. I kind of furrow my brow and tilt my head sideways. I, the last time I thought I had a friend in the primacy, bad things happened to them. And they were never the same. Is that friendship? Bad? Friendship can be dangerous. Is it, is it, is it bad for people to change? Sometimes change is bad. Always change is painful. At least in my experience, what they do to you, what they did to me, it took away who I was and who I would have been. And it made me this. And what they did to him took away everything he was. So excuse me if I'm cautious about friendship, but I appreciate, for whatever it is worth, your attempts to help. And uh, you see his skin sort of flash a bunch of colors, and he winces, and he looks back at you. Is there anything else you'd like to know? I'd like you to know that I didn't know who you used to be. I like you now. That makes one of us. Adara seems to too, so maybe two. <laughs> Hold on, Jeff has to sit back to laugh. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> He's not a person. Make it three! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. Everybody anyway. looks at point point one, and point one goes, "He's all right." <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, right, yeah, point, point one is scavenging. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Been really into the woods lately. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, we, we've decided that point one apparently is canonically a ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one cracks open of a marmot with the boys mm -hmm. Indeed. yeah i'd say downward moving aqua diamonds what Down that's a new one downward moving awkward colored diamonds yes Loading awkward screen. colored it's like aqua. a screen scene. Aqua aqua. Rain. hold on fuck i haven't done this in a while i gotta write me a note yeah that's a new one uh downward moving kind of go diamonds. across his body and he go and 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 i go i'm not so sure and if you really knew me, I don't know if you would continue to think that. Maybe later I can get to know you some more. I nod. And then another flash of colors. And like uh, he closes his eyes and breathes deep. If you'll excuse me. Okay. And he walks off. Can I get nine to roll an insight check? Yeah. Oh, and as you're walking away. <laughs> 
He turns. Uh, I look over my shoulder and look at point two, and I nod. Uh, I got a flat ten, but I need to look at my stats. A- actually, actually, I, I'm gonna take your 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 static insight, and I'm gonna ask for a medicine check instead. So whatever this would be for medicine. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. I have a plus three to medicine. Hi, Wiz. So thirteen. Yep. Thirteen. Thirteen and thirteen. Um, you don't. Nine doesn't have a lot of knowledge about this sort of thing, but uh, your encyclopedic knowledge of anything gives you an idea that whatever is wrong with Reyes currently might be related to withdrawal. Okay. Weird. Okay. Nine thinks it's weird. Ryan's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I am now going to run off and I guess find Halor. All right. We'll we'll, we'll just let Nine handle all those... uh... Those transitions? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, as as Reyes walks away, you you see him with his other shoulder sort of start to fiddle with it. Uh, as you fiddle with the shoulder, um, Reisk, you, you like move your hand, and it almost feels like a knot of muscles moves against your own palm, like as you're trying to scratch at it. It feels like a knot work that is not, like, not your typical physiology. Your muscles move in a strange way kind of back at you. Also, yeah. like, like almost pushing toward your hand. Uh, so like he's massaging it and it's massaging his hand back. Yeah, it almost massages weird. his yeah. hand back. It's yes. pushing back to you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when this happens, um, not that there's really anybody to see, but like he sort of like uh, quickly turns to kind of look at the shoulder he's touching and his skin flashes. Yeah, it looks like you've gained a strange amount of muscle mass in your shoulders. Like you've been doing a lot of fucking workout, a lot of fucking heavy lifting of some kind. In the party of this program, <laughs> yourself touch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of move around my pauldrons and deal with this irritation. Yeah, the armor isn't fitting very well. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to continue this conversation same day, or say a day goes by, maybe a is not around today, or do you just chase him right down? I'm oh no, I'm just gonna go find him. Yeah, not, not, He came not, back not, from his pee. <laughs> yeah. I love this. My job is easy as fuck. You guys fucking go. Go. You're fucking welcome. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna just chill here for a bit. It's cool. Peter. Yes. Quickly look around. <laughs> there are no men. There are no. Yes. Hey. Um. What can I help you with? So many things. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so race is like fucking weird, right? No. Yes. That's how. So. That's that is our standard. How do we talk about another character? Open little yes. bits of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> there are so. I was wondering if you would tell me why you would like to go to Santitas. I don't care for Santitas. <laughs> I am going where these people are. The men, yourself, Seth, Reyes, whichever he prefer. <laughs> uh, the men that we saved, and uh, Mr. Foe. I think I can redirect this group to a better way of being thinking about things. What do you mean? One of the men walks by and goes, Hey, I love the tips you gave me for growing beans. When I get back to my farm, I'm going to use those. And The important thing to remember is the cycle. You must rotate. You plant the bean, then you plant the corn. That way the soil refreshes itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to try that out. Thank you. No need to cut, no need to burn. He walks off. It's not corn and beans. It's corn and something else. I can't remember. <laughs> corn and alfalfa. Corn and alfalfa. That'll, that'll do it. Sure. Mitch is a random fact. I'm, I'm not a farmer, and I apologize to any farmers listening to our show. I, I recently watched a video. I, I believe I can say that corn and alfalfa are rotatable. Sure. They use it for feeding cows, because it's self-sustaining. Anyway. So what do you mean? The... the is there something are... wrong with the way they do things now? Uh, yes. <laughs> there are many... There are many things which you be haven't been taught to be normal. That are... Against the better way of how things be work. Like the man there, when you grow his crops, you grow, you cut, you harvest, you burn, you grow, you cut, you harvest, you burn, until the soil be having nothing left to be grown from. And then you call the land dead, dead as you made it, and you move on. You cut new forest, you burn new ground, you grow, you cut, you burn, you plant, you grow, you cut, you burn, you plant, and you be wasting things. Well, not you, you don't eat, but the other folk, the growing folk. And as more people are born, more mouths need to be fed. And as more mouths need to be fed, more lands be needed for growing. But they be wasting what they be growing. 
They'd be cutting and burning and cutting and burning until there'd be nothing left. They might as well salt the earth. There are better ways to be doing things, but it'd not be known because your primacy. They'd be occupied with things about efficiency and other such trivial things for money, for economics, for position, for status. And so you'd be doing things a silly way. You'd be ruining things. You'd be, you'd be tearing up the earth. You'd be turning it to flesh and not for no reason. There's better ways to be doing things. I've been seeing a lot that the people are not necessarily so bad. But if they're fucking dumb, then those who are ignorant can be taught things. And there is, I think, a big difference between ignorant and evil. But that does not mean that you cannot be doing evil out of ignorance. And that's what I'd be trying to fix. Except for Vivaldi. People like him, the Inquisitors, they can fucking die. Yeah, no, he seemed, uh, real bad. A but... demon? You know this? You know the word demon? You know much about this? I, I think you have called me that? They're different kind of unnatural thing. Things come from literally hell. Europe made... I, the thing that Vivaldi had coming out of his mouth, I don't know what that... that the stags say the sword... He both had the sword. The sword is haunted. What? It says that Vivaldi had inside it's him a very a accurate description. He puts the sword away. And that had to be right. Okay. So, you want to go to Santitas to show people a different way of doing things? I want to destroy the primacy's evil. But I am seeing, as I've been suspecting for a time long now, that nipping at these kind of men and even things such as yourself, maybe cannot be the problem so much as the cause. The effect, rather. So I'll be trying to find where the head of the creature is and to strike at it there. I know Santitas is very close to where many of these things started. Santitas is near where this sword is from, as stories tell. So maybe I'll learn more where problems start. Sword glows. And there he pulls it out, looks at it. What? It just... It just glows. It, it, you've come to, in the handful of times it's done it. You you've tend to notice that it seems to have this pattern for agreement or disagreement. It seems to agree. And there it puts the sword back. Uh, it's awkward watching uh, stepmom and stepdad fight. Uh, step terrorist and step sword. Do you want me to look at that? Why? Well, because it kind of just lit up for no reason right now. Yeah, it did. no, it didn't light up for no reason. I told you the thing being haunted. That's how it flap its trap. It kind of be speaking to me directly from the sword, but that's. It's what it does. It's it's working. Okay. Well, but so it's within parameters. Have you spoken with C three? Have you spoken with C three P four? He got it since our uncomfortable discussion. A little bit. Um, he uh has been through some stuff, and he hasn't really told me about it yet. But I think he's going to a little bit every now and then. He seems to be distempered lately. Did he cite any particular grievance? We've all been seeing things. That's be understanding, but nothing we can do about the past in the moment. I don't know what, uh, what it is exactly that he takes, but I think he's going through uh, withdrawals. What is that? That is like, do you know what drugs are? He pulls out the piece of risks paper. These, yes? Yeah, that stuff. The stuff that was in there. I think he needs more of that. I don't know if that's necessarily good for him, but he seems to need it. Do you know what it does for him? No. At least he didn't say. You you guys have witnessed him kind of zone out and, f- like, get sort of semi-focused. Like, he tends to be agitated and distracted when he's not on it, and immediately prior to taking, he tends to focus up and get a little bit more on task, would be the way to say it. He, he's, he seems less distracted when he's on the drug. And slightly more pleasant. Yes, yes. I was about to say, I think he would be nicer if he had some. He might be willing to tell me more about what happened to him. Let us see if there is something we can do to rectify his unfortunate temperament. Let us go find him. I may have an idea. Okay. I had plans, but this is this is what I want now. This is all. Alor goes looking for, for Rask. Run. Rask, as always, <laughs> is leading the march. And staying away from people. I'm gonna stop and be like, hey, maybe maybe we just give him the rest of the day and we'll come talk to him tomorrow. I think he's already kinda not. I don't think he wants to talk anymore today. It'd be so the way you describe and what he be having gone through, it sounds like perhaps he has the herb sickness. The what? The herb sickness. It is 
And Adairi pulls out a pouch. We use many, do you feel, things? And Adairi slaps you. Describe that to me. Does that feel, do you feel, how do you perceive Can't that? wait for that sound effect. Uh, I, I am, I'm aware that you touched me. So is that different than this? And Adairi just like puts his hand on nine and just applies pressure. Yes. All right. We living things feel many things in many details. Can I push on you hard enough that it feels bad? Uncomfortable? Dangerous? He pulls out a sword. What if I hit you with this? Does that feel different? Or just um, more? I, I think I, I think I feel pressures, but not what you guys, or what you all seem to say is pain. Yeah, so we feel more. This is awkward. So my people, we feel more than you. Our body feel a great many things. We feel pain. Pain is like the difference between the slap and the push and the strike with the blade. The strike with the blade is what we feel as pain. When it be taking bits out of our body, it be putting us towards our death. Be putting us towards a hole in the ground. That's be what we be calling pain. But pain can come from many things. And we use these, and he pulls out a little, just like, doe skin pouch. These plants here. Barks and leaves and things alike. And they help us with pains. But you can't be taking too many of them or you get the herb sickness. And it be making you muddled in your head. And it make you be wanting nothing more. And you, you be taking them for too long. And you can't operate without them. Okay. So maybe, maybe C4PH, maybe Seth is, has herb sickness or similar. I, I do not know. Okay. So we just need to get him some herbs? It's possible. It will not fix him, but maybe by time. I can talk to Ply One. Ply One's been in the forest for a long time now. Maybe they can find the right herbs. Perhaps. Let us... So that is my... This is what I think we should be asking our friend Seth. Is maybe if he try what I have, maybe I'd be buying him some time. Okay, but maybe I don't not know right what now, though, because he still seems not very happy. Maybe we try tomorrow? When you be having herb sickness, it only get worse. The longer the wait, the worse it get. I mean, you don't need to talk to him to go find herbs, the DM will say. Uh, I have some herbs. How? Well, you see, one, it's canonically expressed that that's what we do to not heal, because I don't have any healing skill, but just kill pain. And two, I've got a story point, bitch. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> if he sees you coming, he stares daggers at you that say, you better fucking turn around. Uh, I'm going to be following <laughs> Alor, but I'm going to I'm gonna hang back a little bit. C4PH. <laughs> C3P4? Right <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. One time. That's the second time I've got it right out of fucking 30 episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> C3P4. Uh, there it is. You are unwell, uh, yes? I turn and narrow my eyes, furrow my brow. These purple spines just like almost shoot out of his skin. I do not know what it means to be well. <laughs> <laughs> and without words, convey what in the holy fuck do you think you want to do with me right fucking now? Adairu learned social cues at some point, and he, he pulls the face covering off, because it's just you guys anyway, he's smiling at you. He's beaming. Adairu has a solution to something, he thinks. <laughs> what is, uh, what is wrong with you? You obviously be having a problem. What is, what is being your problem? I do not have my medication. And what be your medication doing for you? It makes life less painful, and you less annoying. Are you done? Done what? Living? With your assassin. I might be having a fix for you. Not a long fix. What is it that your learned mind thinks it has come up with? By the way, when he says learned, his skin changes. His skin goes to light blue textured quotation marks. Ooh. Light sar sarcasm. <laughs> sarcastrophe. <laughs> he has a sarcastrophe pattern. Yeah. Learn it. Mind. Think it has come up with that could possibly help me. Medicine. Yeah, from, uh, sorry, hi. Uh, from a book I read a long time ago. I think you're going through withdrawals? Adaru called it, uh. Herb sickness. Herb sickness. Oh, 
so you do know things. Wait, I want to establish this. Do I know that I go through withdrawal? Uh, I don't know if you do. I consciously I feel like have this, this is again one knowledge. of those things where you completely know what it is, but you may not know the word. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you've you've experienced it. It's what drives you to do drugs is sort of the feeling that right. you don't feel good when you're not on them. It's medic. I don't. Okay. Do you consider it medical knowledge to understand the concept of withdrawal? Hold on, let me see if I have medicine as one of my proficiencies. I do have medicine. Yeah, yeah. You, you you understand it. We don't need like. Yeah. Yes. Don't my medicine. I do get. Or sickness. The quotation marks appeared in. As you put it. Yeah, you're here. I also. Hangry. <laughs> I fucking. There he pulls out a Snickers and he hands it to. Uh, he beat me to it. <laughs> there, we are done. It is fixed. All is well. And then and then he changes from uh, Bette Midler to Rayesk again. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time he was Gilbert Gottfried. And now he's raised. Ah, oh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Yes, I am experiencing the herb sickness, as you call it. I'm also experiencing the issues that the herb sickness or the herbs are used to treat. So you see, my problem is twofold. And as you arrive, it appears to have become fourfold. What are your problems that you be using the medicine for? Oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, you know what? Hey, you know what? I am making a special story point just for point two today because point two has just been my MVP. Give that to them. That's theirs. Let them clutch it like a little little prize. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Clutch it like a gold coin in her tiny little hands. <laughs> yes. I know you do not like to speak, so do not waste your words. But what is your medicine for? Pain relief. That is all? He... Oh, man. I walk up to you. And, like... like <laughs> and just bear I, down on... Like, this is bear a... Bear down on you. And Halora is just absolutely genuine when he says that. Like, that is not a problem. In his world, that is, like, not an issue. Are you flashing? Oh, yeah. Oh, He's my gosh. He's out and everything. <laughs> The, the fucking, the purple spiny triangles just shoot out of his skin in all sorts of colors. And he bears down on you. I, I just walk up and bear down on you. And I go, the type of pain I experience would make you kill yourself in hours. So when you say that is all understand. It is beyond your fathoming little beast. Are you done? Pain. Pain of the body or pain of the mind? Pain of the body is a natural thing. It's the easiest thing to fix. You not be needing nothing special to fix pain of the body. Here, chew this. And he hands him some bark. He takes... I, I take the bark and I sniff it. Chew it. It helps with inflammation. It helps with pain of the body. I chew it. And then... I can... You have something to be smoking with. No. All right, one moment. And uh, he pulls out a hornpipe. Now, you're gonna, when you start to feel the pain come up again, smoke this one first. Then when you Has smart... Daru always had a hornpipe? Yeah. Fantastic. I love it's Mitch's like inventory super, list. It's super simple. It's just, you know, like a burl of horn and yeah. Daru's just been a stoner this whole time. Uh, yes, actually. So the first, so you chew this, you chew this bark. You just keep chewing this. It will reduce your inflammation. That will make... The pain in your muscles go away. And then you take this one, and you smoke this one when you give an hour or two. You wait for things to start petering out. You smoke this one. And this one will make you... This one will make you start to feel a bit happier. A bit better in the mind. It'll take away the mind pain. Then you... If you're still in pain, you're still having trouble. You wait a couple hours more. And then you chew or you smoke this one, this last leaf. But when you start to come down from this last leaf, you'll be feeling pretty off a bit, mate. So once you're done with this one, you need to smoke the third. And this final plant here is what will help bring you down normal and bring you down to feeling a bit better about yourself. It won't be helping you with the pain, but it'll help you be right in your head. In sequence. You're telling me to smoke all those yes. things? In sequence. As you get these, they are not something that you're familiar with, but as somebody who has been doing drugs... You're not a nature person. You don't understand these. Everything you've ever dealt with has typically been some sort of cut or created drug. 
you do understand they come from some things in nature, but your understanding is that whatever you have used is probably going to be way more effective. These will take the edge off of the pain that you have. You know immediately that they won't fix it, but they will fucking help. Okay. And it's um, basically one regiment that he has. Like, he only has the one dose line. Yeah. So it's just one day of relief? Yeah, that you will have to continue to find them. But this guy apparently knows where they're found at, so, yeah. But yeah, he gave you a dose's worth. You know that it won't fix it, but it will make it better. I think Point yeah. uh, 0.1 might be able to find these things for you as we continue on, so it's not slowing us down. Um, You know who could definitely find them? Point 0.2. Point two can't find shit. <laughs> point two has a story point, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> point two has its own story point. Touche. Point two can find anything. Touche. Once. Once. One time. One time. I take the drugs offered and, um... This is not the same, but it will help. Thank you. Of course. This will make it easier for today. We are not accustomed to using these things for more than one day, so forgive me, I do not carry much. It is uncommon we be needing them. I wish I could say the same. So, now that that is out of the way, uh, I, we do kind of still need to do something about this. And uh, I pull out the Yoon phone with the... Uh, 14 unread messages. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With uh, the messages from Griddle that have gone unanswered. Rayusk, um, my my skin flashes again, and I take a like a one step back, and I go, That, that is something I want nothing to do with. Everything I told you, everything that made me this, is because of that person. Are you, is this person like your boss? That person is the reason that the apotheosis exists. There pulls out a little pink notebook that says kill list and starts writing down griddle. Okay, but it would, it would be bad to not answer him, right? He needs to think that everything is okay. There has been a message every day that is basically a copy-paste of the previous message, but the last one had exclamation points on it, asking Did for an update Did we discuss our cover Vivaldi. story? Not fully. There was no agreement. We on discussed one. it, but we didn't come up with one, right? We didn't agree. Yeah. We yeah. didn't really agree on one. We kind of talked about it in chat. Yeah, he um, shit himself so much, so where much. Kinda... Gritchell is a scientist, a wizard, an alchemist, a very intelligent man. So, if you plan on tricking him, my advice is your plan be very well thought out because there is no easy path to fooling one such as him combined with his information network driven by the apotheosis he is hard to deceive for long especially so you've dealt with him directly on few occasions yes mostly in the role of him supervising so. the apotheosis at mass or or the experiments being done to me. Oh, it, it may, well, it, it makes sense for Fall to probably be the one to answer back, right? But what do we tell him? I have idea. We say that the men had no thirst because of the druids. And uh, three of them, they sh attack him, and they shoot him, and then he goes mad afterwards. We do not know why. Vivaldi. Yes. And while we are fighting with Druid, he turns on men, and we are forced to defend ourselves. Mr. Foe, give us order, we follow order. Remember to consider the amount of witnesses that are present and were present at time. They were present to see him shooting at us. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Uh, he was there. Yeah. How, how, these... did it, how did it break bad? I don't remember. None of this is a lie. He was like, really? hey, yo, fuck you guys. And then I rolled. The only one that actually stabbed him in the back visibly was me, but I was over there. None of that is an outright lie, no. That's yeah. more or less exactly how it went down. He he seems to have gone crazy. That is the that is the narrative that Foe helped you sell in the moment, yes. Okay. If, I mean, the man understood that. Maybe Griddle would too. 
Can we even use this device, sir? Is this something I could even use? Must it be used by... I am uncertain how you even are receiving your messages um, to be able to read. I did some things to it that allowed me to read it. It would take a little bit more time to look into it, but I can probably fix it up to where it seems like Vivaldi is still here, maybe? Or we could just have Fa do it because he's here and in command. Messages sent from the uniform will be received as though from the person who actually sends them. Yeah, I would need some time um, to maybe try to fake that, but we should probably answer soon. The, the message seems to be getting more urgent. What if we do not, and we just report in the loss and casualties when we get to Santita? Is that out of your protocol? I do not know. They have already contacted me, and I have not responded yet. It's been days. Yes, well, what do you tell the people who will? You don't understand. You tell them the parts of the truth that work for you, and you leave out the parts that do not. Uh, I nod, and I take out my phone and I walk away. In my response, I state, um, am I writing a text message? Then leadership is broken down. Vivaldi's dead. Foe still alive. Circumstances complicated. Need in-person debrief and or extraction. Locust powder depleted, beginning to feel sick. Seven days from Santitas. It's quite a message. So, like, yeah, it has to be so pretty much two messages. Ding, 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 <laughs> yeah. ding, ding. Yeah, just a minute later, uh, you get a message back from Darvin, and it just says, "About time we heard from you. We'll contact in seven days. It's Santitas." Uh, yeah. My response is, things, things have been hectic. There's no response back. Sorry, baby. You know how it is. Bad cell reception in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a new phone. Who dis? <laughs> I return to you guys, and I say, I kept it vague, let them know Vivaldi was dead, and that foe was still alive. They said we will meet in Santitas. That may buy us time. Make sure your story is straight by then, please. We should probably talk to foe. Once we are sure what story we tell, I will be sure to remind the men what happened when we rest at night. That night, as you guys make camp, Rask, you pull out the third drug that Aderu gave you and do it as per his prescription and get ready to turn in. And you drift off and almost immediately you wake up in a quiet, dark room on a cot that you are starting to get familiar with. From the next room over, you hear quiet music and the soft voice of Avon Birchburn comes through the walls and says, Freya, are you ready for another session? Yes. Hey Tavern Goers, thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number 9, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. 
You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.